0: Welcome inside the Celtics Life Podcast. I'm Topher Lane, here with Mark Allison. And for the next several podcasts, and hopefully more, we're switching things up for a bit of a more playoff-friendly format. We'll cover the week's big events, and then dive right into the playoff picture, since we know that that's the main thing on all of our minds. Now, we're going to start with kind of a quick recap of Game 2, Game 3, Wizard Series. Game 2 was wicked, right? Everything went right. And uh, overtime game, IT put up 53 points uh mark initial reactions to uh game two
1: yeah man so started like game one like not good at all what were we down what were we down 16 Uh, yeah 16 and um i mean it's even with like what three three minutes ago in the game they were down six i think under three minutes yep and um you know a couple big plays i mean he was he was scoring and then um that big roger three and um and then, yeah i bet you love that oh my boy and <laughs> um and then the two the two misses though i thought washington was gonna bury that game at the end there um with the they got two decent looks wall and beal yeah and um yeah and then uh overtime i mean it was a wrap i mean isaiah did he score all of our points in overtime i'm pretty sure he scored uh um, per well, most of them, at least
0: something like twenty-seven in the fourth he and twenty-nine. Overtime. It
1: was twenty-nine in the fourth and overtime, and I, I, I would say like twelve, fourteen of them were in fucking um overtime.
0: Yeah, it was insane. I just, yeah. it was like, it was like that Miami Heat. Perfor- we were talking about it in the in our chat, and I was saying I think the only performance that rivals this was his other fifty-plus game, which was against Miami. Yeah, yeah, back in the regular season where he just went off in the fourth and won that game for us.
1: Yeah, I so, think both games were 29 points, too, right? Or, so. or or this that game didn't go into overtime, though.
0: Yeah. That was all still, in the
1: fourth quarter. Unreal. This was 29. Yeah. that's still ridiculous, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he, uh, I, obviously, that was a great game. Celtics moved up 2-0. Uh, Al Horford did, you know, typical Al Horford stuff. Jay Crowder was actually hitting shots. You know, every, every starter was actually doing pretty well. I think everyone besides, was Amir starting that game?
1: He did not start. No, Gerald started that game, didn't he? Oh like, no, no, you're right. Yeah, he took game two, right. and then logged like maybe yep, six right. minutes or something. Yep, like he got no game time. Yeah, it's it's almost like when he if he comes in now, that's that's all he gets. You know, he gets one stretch. You know, he
0: gets the jump ball.
1: <laughs> he gets the, that's that's it. Yeah, he played four minutes in that game. Four and a half. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so Amir Amir played, but every other starter I think had double digits. Horford has been unreal this playoffs. 15, mm-hmm. 12, and I think he had like eight assists too.
1: Maybe yeah, six. So Horford had. He had just three three assists in that game, but he had twelve rebounds, really? fifteen and twelve. I, I, he almost had a triple double in game one. I think it was.
0: I'm like basically expecting him to have a triple double or close yeah. to a triple double
1: almost every game now. Yeah, and it's hey, it's been um, it's been working <laughs> well yeah. except for last night, obviously. But um, yeah, he's 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 probably been their most consistent player of the entire playoffs.
0: Yeah, every just all, around. And pretty pretty all around every for me, game, too. right i mean bradley bradley actually arguably is best all around as well because he's
1: right right
0: you know he's always been like a great at least this season he's been a great rebounder he's always been the best on ball defender mm. alongside like marcus smart and terry Rozier. um but you know that yeah it's it's i like horford a lot this playoffs and i think he's brought a ton to the table i think he's stepped it up he's brought it into another gear
1: yeah, I, okay. I wrote a piece on this the other day. I mean, every single one of his stats across the board, including his like shooting percentages, are up from you know from the uh, from the regular season. So I mean, there's, shooting they're shooting what like sixty five percent right now. Yeah, it's, it's six. It was sixty or I don't I don't know after last night, but it was it was it was way up there before. He was shooting fifty percent from three. Never mind. Um, yeah. So you know he's he's getting his money's worth now. Anyone that was complaining about um. Al not not producing to what they uh wanted him to.
0: Well, we uh we said it. Game three totally sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Um I don't know if we were just complacent or what kinda happened. Like what made us just we came out slow like we had the previous two games, but then just couldn't even get anything going. The offense was stagnant. It was just it was miserable to be to be watching
1: it yeah I mean I, I would have been shocked if the if the Celtics won that game last night even just going into it I mean both the first two games were close games, right We came from behind in both games easily could have lost especially game two with the last second shots there um and then you're coming into Washington a team that's pissed off they just blew two games at home and and grant and I'm pretty sure to this point this year hasn't the home team won every game
0: yeah. Yeah, in the four games they're 2 and 2. And then now they're like, yeah, whatever. Whatever yeah. the record is now. Right.
1: So, I mean, I mean, you had to expect, you know, it was going to be it was going to be a tall order for the Celtics to to win three straight against Washington, you know, with that game being at, in Washington.
0: Do you I don't want to get into the stats of this.
1: Yeah, it was Horford a complete didn't have a good
0: game. Horford, it felt like he was hitting every single three that he was handed. That's one of the few things that I can point at. To say that was good about this game.
1: I did not even look at the box score after because I was so disgusted. But I'm gonna look uh, at it right yeah. now.
0: Casually have to, to toss out the Kelly v. Kelly but, uh, yeah. like, sorry, Kelly, Kelly
1: hate crime that we saw. Yeah,
0: that was disgusting. <laughs> I was, I like went into the kitchen and I could see, I made sure that I could see my TV from my kitchen and I was like cooking pasta or something and I was just watching the TV and then I just saw Ubre just charge at him. I was like, Whoa! and I got, I like ran over there like expecting to see like.
1: A male An I outline
0: of a body, like where <laughs> is.
1: You know, just like I don't know what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, but it's funny. I was driving. I was driving back from work, so I was listening to the game. So I got Sean Grandy and Max on. And uh, I heard, you know, the, the foul call, and, uh, you know, they were – and Kelly's over, uh, you know, with the official. And, oh, my God, Obreg! <laughs> it, was like it was a fucking wrestling match or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then he, what, what a dumb decision that was, you know. Uh, I just thought that was – and then I'm, I was like, oh, my God, what am I missing right here? But, um – Apparently that was it. There was no uh, aftermath, at least there. Well, he's got to be suspended, right? Yeah, I can't believe they haven't dropped that yet. I mean, we're we're recording this right now. It's what five o'clock, five thirty on Friday, and there's yeah. still no word. I've been waiting all day to see what was going to happen. I mean, there's he's got to be at least suspended for another game.
0: Yeah, well, also, game, there's a two-day break this time, so game's not until Sunday. So maybe that's why
1: they're taking their time, but...
0: Yeah, maybe they've got, they just, like, have kind of a chance to relax, and they've just been so stressed about playoffs. But, I mean, he would like, jump over playoffs. the
1: official to hit him. I mean, it was, it's, yeah. <laughs> it was probably not the best idea. I don't know what he was... I mean, I know he's young, but, like... Yeah, but I, I mean, don't know, dude. You, you know, here's my thinking, too. He Now, he embellished that hit from Olinic a little bit. Sure, it was a yeah. hard pick, but... His head snaps back like he got hit by a truck, and you know, I mean, he's not—he was not moving that fast. He snaps back and falls to the ground, and I feel like he fell down and then, like, was like, "Oh my god, I just got punked by Kelly Olynyk," and and he and he jumps up and just and runs right at him. Like I, I, I mean, it's it, I, that's the only explanation I can have that he just totally freaked out. And uh, was like, "Oh man, this is a bad look!" And jumped up and just ran at him.
0: Yeah, I. It makes no sense to me why he did it. I kind of love it. Like, it, it, I felt like it may have inspired the team, and I was expecting that maybe the Celtics would come out swinging right after that. You know, mm-hmm. they get up and, and fight for Kelly, which is not the guy that you'd think they'd be going to bat for. But you know, I, I know that this is a tightly knit team, especially in the locker room. So I just thought that that might get him going.
1: Yeah, uh, you, you, I mean, yeah. If you're the team that's up twenty, you don't want to be. <laughs> you don't want anything like that going on. There's yeah, a, totally a no need target. for your guy to get thrown out of the game and energize the other team. Yeah, but it hey. was
0: it was not a good game. Otherwise, I think that's one of the few things that you can point out and be like, "Hey, this was watchable." <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Yeah, that was. So <laughs> otherwise,
0: fun. it was bad. Um, Jan Mahini was back, but it, it wasn't even needed because Gortat just kind of stomped over everybody same with john wall who just did whatever you wanted to we couldn't hit a shot it was bad if you didn't catch it don't it's yeah, not worth it just
1: yeah don't don't do it to yourself
0: <laughs> don't even look at the box score just listen to us understand mm-hmm. this is this is not a good
1: yeah could just look up the uh the olenic clip there and that's all you need to see <laughs> Just. Understand that I think everyone said that this
0: series was going to be five or six games, and you know what? This is one of the losses. If they're going to lose,
1: does it really matter if they, you know, get blown out or if they lose by one? Actually, I I was listening to the radio this morning, and Sean Grandy was on there talking about, if anything, you'd rather the Celtics get smoked like that because then they, then they go back and they're like, well, look, what the hell happened, and you know, we have to fix this. Whereas if they lost a close game, it's like, well, we could have won that, but we didn't, you know.
0: Also, I think Isaiah and like the starters got more rest than the Wizards did.
1: I think based on oh, based on, like my own calculations, I think
0: that Wall like, played more and like just tired himself more. I mean, I understand when you're like crushing it, like and you he, are. You he may did, not be he, as, as
1: exhausting, but he he played 34 minutes. Um Otto Porter played 38, and like the Celtics, nobody played over 30 minutes. Isaiah yeah. played 29. Um most of the other guys are 28, 25, 27, so.
0: Yeah, so I don't know how far, like, I, I, obviously I've never played an NBA game, so I don't know how much, like, five minutes does to you, especially, I mean, I know, like, if, in a physical game, like this series has been, maybe it'll take a lot out of you to, you know, be going up against the Celtics guards, even if it's Rozier or whoever else. Oh, also Rozier got ejected. There were, like, eight technicals Yeah. Brandon Jennings too, just weird stuff going on. But yeah, so I don't know if like with that physicality that maybe it takes a lot out of you those extra five minutes, but maybe something to look forward to.
1: That Wall's a little bit tired. Yeah, how about how about this? He didn't even have a great game yesterday. So well, yeah, I mean, he scored twenty four, but he shot thirty six percent and one really? for five from three. That's, maybe I just was like he selectively got to the free throw watching. line ten times though. So I mean, you know, and he had eight assists. So it's, it's not like he had a terrible game, but. You know, shooting wise, it's not like he was uh, lights out. Yeah, I guess
0: it just felt like every bucket that they put up. Yeah, was no, going
1: that's I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was surprised that, um, and even Beal, Beal was four for 12, 33 percent.
0: Yeah, well, Otto Porter got him out to that hot start. Yeah, pulled, pulled, came out, out his, swing, yeah. and he just he just was unreal. He, yeah. I think, he hit his first five shots.
1: Well, he had Isaiah guarding him too, right? And they, yeah, really, we were they totally about that. exploited the hell out of that.
0: And I I agree. There's there's nowhere to hide Isaiah on defense against this team.
1: No, it's it's very difficult because they have three guys at the guard positions that all are pretty good scorers, and it's you know you can't put them on any of the big guys, obviously. So um, they they were posting them up. I mean, it's they'll they'll come up with something creative on how to you know how to deal with it, but they're going to have to double team um, his guy.
0: Have we talked about the conspiracy theory of Marquis um, Marcus Morris?
1: I, see, I we have not talked about this, and I was going to do a post on this the other day because I saw it on the Ringer. Because I had casually mentioned to one of my friends watching the game that uh, you know, this guy doesn't even look like he's hurt at all. It's probably his twin brother, jokingly, right? Like you know, whatever. After like a couple hours before oh. the game, they were saying <laughs> that he wasn't going, to, probably wasn't going to play, and then he looked, he had like his best game. He's had all playoffs in the, in that game too, and uh, I, and so then you know so then whatever, I I read the ringer piece, he they've done that before, because I, when you look at those guys, they both have a ton of tattoos, and you say to yourself, well, there's obviously you'd be able to tell, but they have the exact same tattoos. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> How could, I, um, how could you how could you even and then people say, well, people can tell them apart. I look at a picture of them. I can't see any differences. You think even if the Washington Wizards guys could, you'd think the Celtics guys could? I don't think well, so. Then after this conspiracy kind of sprung
0: up, suddenly he had a bad game in game three again. It's like they realized, like, okay, we yeah. gotta switch back. We gotta switch back. Right. <laughs> suddenly it was complacent in game three again. So I don't know, man. I think there's some
1: I think there's something behind it. I, I did. I just like I, I just how I just don't understand how a couple hours before the game, it, it was probably not going to go, and then it looked like there was absolutely nothing wrong with him in that game, like mm-hmm. crazy. And I don't know which one of the brothers is crazier, but um, whoever was playing in that game on on Tuesday, right? Tuesday, that was game two. Um, yeah. yeah, he was. I mean, it, you know, he got his ass handed to him by Isaiah at the end, though. But that dude was pretty. I threw Al Horford down like a minute into the game. Right in the yep. beginning, was that first play?
0: <laughs> yeah, that could have been his brother. Just like yeah, just pissed man. off.
1: You've been you've been messing with my brother.
0: I could see it. <laughs> it wouldn't, wouldn't be too out of fire in the realm of possibility.
1: <laughs> crazy. Hey, man, I I I've, crazier things have happened, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. Do you think we take game game four?
1: I I think it's. Um, I, I mean, I th- I think game four is uh, I actually have no idea. You know, I, I think I think it would be huge, obviously, but um, I, it's it's I mean, I could if they come off to a slow start again, are they going to be able to come back on the road like that? Like they're able to do at home? It's like when they rallied, they they were at home both times. You got the crowd behind you. You know, um, maybe it's a little different on the road. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and like you said a little earlier, the season series was split along home lines, really. So like. Both, team, both teams won exclusively when they were at home. Mm-hmm. Four times they saw each other. That's stayed true in the playoffs so far Right. Um, in this series because obviously the Celtics lost to the Bulls. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think it's it's important that they get this win. They don't want to go back to Boston tied 2-2. Mm-hmm. I think that especially on a team against the, the Wizards, which seem to just they roll and then they just get going. And you saw that against the, the Hawks because I'm pretty sure they fell behind first round against the Hawks. Right. And then just came came back the same way the Celtics did in the first year, first round.
1: Right. I mean, so, we, we've seen it happen. And then, then that turns Game 5 into, like, must win for both yeah. teams. And, you know, obviously that's, you know, you don't want to have to put that on you if you don't have to.
0: Yeah. Well, Gerald Green was saying that Celtics are going to kill him in game four. Yeah. Well, hopefully like they come after out. all the stuff that happened, like you just, is apparently just really pissed. And I'm guessing the team would be too.
1: Yeah. I, and you know, that's, I guess what you hope that since they got washed last night, they're just going to come out, you know, with a little more, uh, fury. I don't know.
0: Do do you think Oubre being suspended has any impact whatsoever assuming he does?
1: Well, I I think their bench is weak and, and I mean that's just it certainly doesn't help that he's not there. I mean, he's um, you know, he's a contributor on their bench. They they don't have a great bench as it is. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean, I mean I definitely think it's a factor for sure. I mean, yeah, right. it, it didn't matter so much last night because at that point the game was almost over because they were already up 20 points, you know. Yeah. In in, in and this, like- you know
0: Jennings had, like, some solid minutes, but all because he just, like, was a body on the floor, it seemed like. Yeah, know? he stinks.
1: I mean, he's... <laughs> he, he played... What did he play yesterday? He played 15 minutes, two for five, over two from the outside, and all he really did was antagonize Terry Rozier. I mean, that's yep. that was... You know, and they both ended up getting ejected, so, I you know, Brandon Jennings is a bomb. Well, this week,
0: Celtics fans were saying goodbye to a legend... Paul Pierce's career has officially come to an end, and uh, here on the podcast, we want to take some time to reminence about the truth and the legacy that he left behind with the Boston Celtics. Uh, we were kind of talking a little bit before we started recording this, and you were kind of talking about your favorite stories. I'm still trying to find mine, you know? But, I mean, as Celtics fans, right? And especially, you know, I'm 23 years old, so you know, I, as a Celtics fan, I kind of grew up with Paul Pierce being a huge part of my, my Celtics fandom and stuff. So I guess start off with your own kind of – or however you want to start this off. Go for it.
1: Well, so, um, I mean, I see, I started watching the Celtics, you know, late 90s. I was probably like 12 years old. So, like, Pierce was always on the team, you know, as far as, like, I remember. Before that, I remember watching, like, the Bulls and the Jazz and, you know, the Celtics (laughs) stunk back then. Um, But, you know, I remember my first, like, vivid memories of the Celtics – and you know, being like an educated fan and not just watching a game, like I kind of knew what was going on and whatnot with those those Jim O'Brien Celtics teams with Pierce, Antoine, uh, Eric Williams, Tony batee that, that was like a overachieving bunch. That you know they they made it to the conference finals. They lost to New Jersey, and that like it was a that was a fun team to watch. It's actually funny. I the first Celtics game I ever went to was the game. The Celtics were playing the Timberwolves, and they were retiring Cedric Maxwell's jersey at halftime. And so, like, Danny Ainge was there, a bunch of legends and stuff. Uh, Bird was over, like, came over the um, teleprompter, I mean, uh, the Titan Tron, whatever. And um, so that day, Danny Ainge had made the trade, sending Eric Williams and Tony Battee to, I think it was Cleveland for um, Ricky Davis or, or whatever, um, and Yuri Welsh, whoever else was in that deal. And the, the fans were so pissed. Everybody booed the hell out of Danny Ainge when he was announced <laughs> at the halftime thing. And I got to the game. This is before, like, we all had smartphones and stuff. I There was only, like, six guys on the Celtics bench because they traded half the team. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And some, some drunk guy next to me was like, oh range traded <laughs> half of the team you know we got washed too because that was you know minnesota was good back then with garnett mm-hmm. and prime Yeah, but um but that team with pierce those teams even before the the big teams were um you know before like the the big three teams um that that that's like my earliest memories of pierce and then in the playoffs this is before that trade obviously um that comeback against the Nets when we were down 26 points in the fourth quarter, I think it was, and, like, they just could not miss hitting three-pointers. Pierce was one of them. It was Pierce, Antoine, like Tony Delk, you know, Eric Williams. They And uh, they came back from that 26 down. That was my favorite Pierce game until um, the the Game 7 showdown with uh, the Cavs in 08. You know, before we won the title that year, that the forty Pierce and LeBron going back and forth the whole fourth quarter, and they both dropped forty something. That was that was awesome.
0: I, uh, yeah, those I, there's just so many like different memories that I have from just like because I I didn't start like really paying attention to the NBA until pretty late, you know, and um, so like a lot of my memories are from you know the latter half of his career with the Celtics, mm-hmm. and so. You know, I mean, I, I just have like just him, just the thing that I remember most is just these daggers that he would drill, mm. whether it was regular season, whether it was playoffs, what, just whenever it was. And, uh, there's one that I remember distinctly. It was like, I think it was 2012. So it was the last season that was with the Celtics playing the heat and the Celtics weren't doing great. You no, know, I think they took the seven seed or something that season. So they weren't doing great playing the Heat. LeBron was, like, unfallible. And I think that the Heat had just won something like 20 straight games. This is when when
1: Ray was there, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so uh, just all this stuff was going on. And um, Jeff Green was was having one of his good games. (laughs) One of them. (laughs) You know, it's like I just was watching this game, and Paul Pierce ends up hitting this clutch three. And it felt like, just watching this on TV, it felt like a playoff game to me. Because it was in part just, like, the Celtics were just taking down the heat, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just hated the heat for no reason because I just, like, didn't care at the time. But I just, like, was so mad at the heat. And uh, I just remember that distinctly. I have no reason why that's a memory. of just, the- <laughs> just this one dagger. And I think that encompasses just, like, how he played basketball, just the style of play that he had. And just, like, you know, you think of Paul Pierce, you think of, like, game winners. You think of just this clutch gene yep. that he had, has. Um, and so, I mean, it's just... Obviously, Celtics fans, you know, we've talked about it over the course of the season. That, especially when he and Draymond Green were going back and forth, we were talking about how, you know, whatever. If you want to trash on Paul Pierce, but he's still going to be a legend.
1: Yeah, involved. I mean, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, and even then, this stuff, just the legacy that he's going to keep going through that trade, agreeing to go to the Nets, is going to build the next future. Possibly be responsible for banner eighteen, or at least we can hope. You mm-hmm. know, so. I mean, do you want to go through the nitty-gritty of just, like, all of his legacy and stuff?
1: I mean, I well, I think what we were going to do is we're, we're going to do uh, Pierce mailbag, right? So, yeah. next week. So, anybody that wants to get, like, we're going to go through, you know, whatever our, you know, favorite uh, moments and stuff like that. And we want to hear what, you know, all the listeners and stuff have. Um, like, your favorite moments. You know, any, f- like, cool little factoids and stuff like that. I, I remember my favorite moment was... The Al Harrington, everyone, everyone that saw this remembers it. When Pierce drained that shot in Al Harrington's face after he asked him where he wanted it. And, uh, you could clearly see it on TV. I remember watching this and we used to, we had, used to have a cool setup in my friend's garage and we used to watch all the big games in there. And, um, that I remember just seeing it and being like, well, he just said, where do you want it? And then buried it right in his face. I mean, most people remember that shot. It's all, it's all over <laughs> the highlights and stuff. Um, NBA.com did their, like, top 34 Paul Pierce moments. You know, they're all game winners and cool dunks and stuff. And that one came in at number eight, so I was pumped to see that. (laughs) And The one thing that disturbed me, though, and I guess it's kind of an iconic play. Everyone knows it, so I guess it's number one. But his number one play was when he was on the Wizards and he hit that game winner in that and the I called game, you know, that, that, yeah, one. when he backed it in, he backed it in. It's, the and it was awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. I remember watching that and I was pumped because that that was so cool because I loved Pierce even, even when he was on Washington. But I was kind of disturbed that that came in at number one considering all the stuff he's done with Boston. And that was his best play of all time. It seemed a little weak to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Especially because they still lost the series, I think. They were playing the Hawks, right? Right. The Sixteen Hawks with Al Horford and mm-hmm. stuff they still ended up losing
1: yep yeah i know
0: but that that was that's gotta be i mean i think that if you look at like nba wide what you know current fans remember i think in part because it's so recent and you know the legacy that he had had that you know i think nba fans kind of agree that he was just one of the greats of -hmm. this generation of players and so maybe just like that game just like that happening um is part of what is why that's number one. Maybe I yeah. don't know.
1: I mean, don't, don't <laughs> get me wrong. He's a playoff game winner. So I mean, it, you know, it was it was pretty wild, and the way it went down with the with the uh, you know he was talking to whoever the sideline reporter after the game it was like asked him if he called glass. And he said I called game. It was it was um uh, what's his name Broussard. It was Chris Broussard. Yeah, I called game. Oh, uh, such I iconic, that it was, just, the I guy love was that. just like made for like iconic moments like that. Like, say what you want about the wheelchair incident, you know, when he got wheeled out in what was a game two of the finals against the Lakers, and then the, came back out, you know, I mean, we we thought we were toast. And then he kind of came out and buried that first three, and it was just like, it's back on. <laughs> like he was just full of like iconic stuff like that. Like just, I don't know. That guy was just made for that stuff.
0: Like, a, yeah, he's got that clutch gene. just yeah. has it in him. I don't know what it is, but there's those guys. There's just those guys who have that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Paul Pierce, uh, he might be the best at just that, just being clutch. You know, he's the uh, the David Ortiz of, of the Celtics.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: yeah, well, I mean, he his legacy at least cemented is the, is obviously a 2008. Uh, championship Um, and you know just everything that kind of happened over the course of his career and I think every fan can point to their own kind of favorite moment as long as they were kind of there for it Mm -hmm. Um, yeah ends up retiring yeah
1: yeah and well and we were talking about too it's funny how you look at some of the guys now and uh, like like look at a Paul George uh, guy who's you know not kind of uncertain what's going to happen with him in Indiana is he going to stay there they going to trade him um, you know, we, we had this very similar situation come up before we traded for Bray Allen and Garnett, um, you know, it was like, do you build around the star? Is this guy a star to build around? Uh, you know, do you, you know, and, um, I remember I didn't want them to get rid of Pierce. I loved Pierce, but I know a lot of people thought that was the best course of action, you know? And I feel like, you know, the Pacers are in that same exact situation here and, I think people get way too caught up in, can this guy be, like, the best player on a championship team? Whereas, like, really what you need to be worried about is getting, like, like, you don't need a top five or ten guy. Obviously, that's ideal. But if you get, like, three of the top 30 players in the league, you know, even if they're all, you know, outside the top 15, what, what's, you know what I mean? I, that seems like the course of action to go. Mm-hmm. I, I just think people get too caught up in like, you know, like like Pierce was never really like the top five player in the NBA, you know, during his whole career. And yet we built a championship team around him, Garnett, and I, although Garnett was a, con, considered a top five player in the NBA at some points in his career, I, I would argue that when we got him in oh seven oh eight he probably wasn't.
0: Yeah, and that's that's fair. And, and still, I mean, I, that's why chemistry means so much to me. Right, right. You know, like the 2013 Red Sox, for instance, were just a team built on chemistry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I think the 2008 Celtics also had that. And it was like just everything that was going on with that. Because I'm pretty sure that was like the Perk and Nate Robinson, like Shrek and Donkey thing. Right, right? Like Just yeah. like there was all that stuff. There's just like those those things that just make a team better. And, uh, you know, because I, I don't think, I kind of agree with the stuff that people were saying at the end of the season. This is probably the least talented one seed ever.
1: It very well could be.
0: And I agree. But you know what we do? We play better because the Celtics have one of the best locker rooms in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why they, they translated that to wins to take the number one seed in the East. Whether that can translate to a championship, I really doubt. Because there's a point where talent just like can't you can't overcome lebron james kyrie irving and kind of just they've got like 10 first round picks and i think like six top 5 picks right. on the cavaliers i was looking at this my friend they have an obscene amount of talent on that team i don't know how they afford it but they've got a stupid amount of talent on there and there's just you know chemistry can't overcome that mm-hmm. at least in basketball but you know, if you can keep that chemistry and then add another stud like Paul George, yep. even if it's not a top five player, like we've talked about, it. I don't think Paul George is going to make All NBA. But I still think he could transform the team, make us contenders. Yeah, you know, if, if we, if we, we had him,
1: you think about it: him, Isaiah, Al Horford, they're all probably you know borderline twenty in the top twenty, you know, top twenty guys, you know, give or take, you know, somewhere between fifteen and thirty, you know, and. That that's how you you know you can build a championship team that way.
0: Absolutely. It's a good good time to be a Celtics fan.
1: Yeah, for sure. To, that's
0: for sure. So, you and I have innovated this. Uh, I think it's brilliant. I, we need to make a good name for it. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's we we have our playoff drinking games here, but we we not, Yeah, we don't. We don't really uh, come up with a cool title. Let's think about that.
0: Yeah, we'll have to workshop that. Yeah. I don't want to like sit here and and try and. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: no, of course not. Um, so go ahead.
0: Oh well, so this we'll kind of start with the the thinking. I don't even know how we started it. We just decided that we're gonna do shots for every Marcus Smart three.
1: Well, well, my thinking behind this was because we always get frustrated when Smart starts jacking up shots, right? But if you get to reward yourself with a shot if he makes it, it. I mean, so it's it, you know it makes itself um there it's a lot more fun to watch him getting launched up you know when (laughs) when you're hoping that it's going to go in for two reasons
0: well then it's even more rewarding when he does hit that like
1: jump off the couch every time now so yeah we call them smart shots every time smart hits a three i mean you got to take a shot and we we've been drinking some you know whatever whatever we have so it's You know, dealer's choice, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, so then we're now now we're trying to expand it. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we made it kind of complicated at first. We've tried to kind of reel it back in a little bit. But so what we have now, I don't know if we should just choose a player that you want to play this game with, or if you do it for all of them. Yeah. So I
1: I would, uh, yeah, would warn people that you should probably pick maybe one or two, you know, to start and see what happens. I mean, we we've the most we've only since we've been playing this game, I think the most we've done of smart shots was maybe three.
0: Yeah, two or three. So it's been pretty tame.
1: Yeah, and I he didn't hit. Oh, he hit one last night, but um, the game before that, I don't think he hit any in game two. So he's you know, but he could easily hit like five. So you gotta you know you gotta be careful. But we <laughs> have, we do have some other options here. You can play with all of them. You can play with some of them. You know. Um, yeah. Well,
0: so my I I'm proud of this, and I've been telling people, Jay Crowder, this is uh, do some Jager pumps. Jaeger bombs. yeah. Jaeger bombs. Jay uh, Jaeger and Red Bull. If you're lazy, you can just do Jaeger. Call it Jaeger or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever works. If you don't want to make the whole concoction of a Jaeger. I can't say we, this. we understand. that's a bomb. lot.
1: Of, it's a lot of it's a lot of work, so.
0: Yeah, so Jaeger and then we have that as uh every time that he flexes. You know like after he like there was that three that he hit in the fourth quarter. I think it was what tied it up or gave the Celtics the lead in game 2. Mm-hmm. And he flexed on the sidelines. So that would have been a a Jager bomb.
1: He does them on big dunks. He does not on big shots. And it it can be any kind of flex over the top. It could be, you know, the uh, – the um, you know, in front. Even if it's one arm, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> any kind and of – And it's take up to the discretion of the,
0: of the viewer. Right. Sure.
1: I mean, obviously, take you take that, whatever you – you know, however you feel about that. But, yes. So, mm-hmm. Jager for the Jager bomb. Al Horford. Uh, right
0: now, we got every – alley which is a bad pun but we're all about those uh you do an admiral nelson shot which is a rough version of uh captain morgan
1: yeah so i guess if you have captain morgan i don't generally carry admiral nelson at my house but um really yeah i don't you know. I, I have a friend who strongly believes that it's better than captain morgan I, like, you, I, you, you know i've, I've tried it Thompson. multiple times but I, I i don't know it doesn't substitute for the real thing to me I, usually, I'm all about getting the the uh, the knockoff. Like I mess with Atomic Red instead of Fireball, but um, yeah, Admiral Nelson. I don't know. I,
0: all right, well, to each their own.
1: It, but anyways, the, the idea is it's supposed to be Admiral Nelson, so
0: yeah. Well, so, and again, so every alley oop, we'll we'll, ser- we'll let that pun kind of serve for the the thing. So yeah, Jager bombs, alley oops for Al Warford. Terry Rozier. Every time he misses a layup. What's the? It's rose. We call him like rosé or
1: rose. Yeah, yeah, R- rose. So so, uh, Justin our Justin Quinn, our boy, suggested rose. Now I don't generally have rose around the house, so I can't really play this one. But
0: well. All right. Well, can we substitute like red wine? I guess. Yeah, I, I guess it's got to be rosé because you call wine. him like rosé. Yeah, but I guess I mean, you have a nickname I mean, for him.
1: I feel like you call. They call red wine rosé in other languages, though, don't they? I, I mean.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Respectable. We can yeah. work with that. Yeah. So <laughs> any kind of red wine. All
1: right. That makes cool. more What's sense because I mean, he misses a lot of layups. You can't be doing shots for Terry Rose here, miss layups.
0: True. That'd be da- the Surgeon General. will, Like he's yeah. gonna hear this and he's gonna make a note for. Yep. By the way, guys, mm-hmm. this is a dangerous drinking game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess so. Red wine. Every time he misses a layup, I, what do you do? You call him Rosie? I feel like you call him.
1: I call him Rosé. You call
0: you call him, him Rosé.
1: Well, that's when, whenever he does something good, I usually say Rosé on Twitter. Okay. So, <laughs> all, right, <cool. laughs> all
0: right. Perfect. Yeah, it works out. So you drink yeah. Rosé or some yeah. red wine right. every time pierre Rogier misses a layup. Uh, courtesy of Justin Quinn, Jalen Brown a sip of gin and tonic <laughs> for every dunk because it's refined intellectual and effective
1: we, we just saw this when we were looking at the notes through this and never saw it before and it might be my new favorite one
0: i, I uh, mostly because i i now i think of jay i'm always gonna see Jalen brown and he's gonna do some highlight i would be like Man, that was refined, intellectual, and effective. And, <laughs> like, and effective. I feel like we should tweet that at him.
1: Yeah. I feel like we should let him know. Yeah, we, sh- we should probably let these guys all know so they can help us drink some more.
0: Yeah, well, t- so we're going to tell Marcus Smart that we're drinking for his threes, and he's going to jack up like 20. All
1: right, so let's not do that. But
0: He's going well, to turn, turn into Marcus Jay, We can get
1: some more flexes in for Jay, though. That doesn't maybe. really maybe thing he's gonna turn
0: into uh smith though if we tell him about this no the Marcus smart is just gonna and win.
1: only the mr hyde version of, of yeah. smith, not not the good one
0: just heave him up <coughs> um yeah no I, i'm a fan we should tweet these out absolutely yeah uh kelly Olinick. well we just Canadian. added this one today
1: this is a good one
0: yeah well are we okay we'll, we'll go through it so Kelly Olenek, every time he gets punched in the face or uh knocked down <laughs> one too. yeah i think that's fine Knocked down Alright. Every time he gets punched <laughs> in the face or knocked down. Shotgun a Molson, Canadian beer. <laughs> because Canada. Oh Canada. Uh and then Jordan Mickey, my favorite player, uh, twenty eighteen MVP. Uh you have to waterfall your drink when he hits the floor. Yep. Because he's, he just is legendary and it's yep. worth it. Although so- I don't even know if he's like qualified to play. I see him he's in like street clothes.
1: Well, I, the, I think he can be activated. He's on the roster. He just isn't most nights. Um, they oh, probably man. should just activate him instead of Amir. I mean, Jesus. Yeah.
0: I feel like <laughs> give him a chance, Brad. Come on. Yeah.
1: Maybe Go that's me. how they'll shake up for game four, you know? Hey, man. Throw him hey, in the starting know, lineup. Hey,
0: he can he can defend the, the post. He can defend Gortat. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, are we doing the courtesy every flagrant two? You got to do a shot?
1: I think that's fair. That- I think that's fair. Yeah.
0: Okay. Against us or both or, or um, just Celtics? Or? I
1: don't know. Maybe just Celtics.
0: Maybe. No, I don't know. Maybe both. If we had done ejections, uh, Thursday night would have been a lot more fun.
1: Right. We would have because it was that.
0: demoralizing. I just like well, I wasn't even in the mood to drink.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, was, to... it was bad.
0: <laughs> uh, if you guys have any suggestions, we're open to anything. Yeah. Any we're... player that we didn't hit.
1: We're gonna come up with a cool name for this game too. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna put it on Twitter, and it's gonna be,
0: we're gonna trademark it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited because now we actually have this written down, so like I know what I'm actually gonna right. Do. It's
1: not, you know, this this all just started with us doing smart shots, and we've, it's now evolved into something special.
0: Yeah, and try yeah. Justin, <laughs> Justin had his own suggestions, <laughs> with which I mean, I I love the Jalen Brown one. That one was great. But also last night I had a couple beers, and Justin was putting the notes together, and I was just giving. I was like responding to all of them in the notes as he was typing them, which I think was really really bothering him a little bit because I was I was really I was being like sarcastic. And I was being kind of a dick about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it seems like we got a good good system right now. I'm pretty yeah. happy. And yeah, if you guys have any suggestions or you want to add your own rules, however you want to do it, by all means, just let us know. We'll, Hashtag uh, Celtics Life uh, Podcast. Maybe it's in our mailbag. Maybe we bring it up, add these yeah. for next season. Maybe we uh, make this kind of a – I don't know if I can drink that much over the course of the Yeah, of the yeah. I
1: really, you gotta, guys got to proceed with caution here. Just pick a couple of these. Um, you have to keep the olinic one in, though, because if he gets punched in the face, you know.
0: I, yeah, I'd love that. But even if he's not with the Celtics next year, I know he's a...
1: Yeah, we a can keep it going. Soon.
0: I'm going to keep that going. Just stock up on some Molsons. <laughs> All right. Uh, minor storylines. Isaiah is studying film with none other than the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty wild. I guess, So I guess Kobe reached out to him after his sister passed. Um, yeah. I remember last year when they had met up um, or... When, the game, right? was it was that what it was i thought it was last year um when they yeah, had met up like a, a, trip, a trip to boston or something and oh, they went out to eat or something like that you know uh you know whatever they they got together for something and um uh, i because i remember a picture of the two of them at a restaurant or something like that you know and and he always liked isaiah's game or something like that um i what's and, not to like yeah right but um, so apparently, yeah, so then that happened. And then I guess after game two um, in Chicago, Kobe reached out to him and said, hey, look, you're doing some things you haven't been doing. Isaiah sent him his game tape and Kobe sent him back notes and called him and told him, check this out at this time, this out this time. He was telling him how the Bulls were defending him, stuff like that. And, um, I mean, we won four straight. So Yeah, then, then they won. Yeah, they rattled off six straight. If six you straight, count the, really, yeah. To open the, the, right. the Wizard series, too. Yep. So, also,
0: yeah. Sad. The Celtics were on the verge of uh, tying their own playoff win streak.
1: Yeah, one, if they got last night's, right? So, I was kind of hoping... What year they was break that
0: with 80s? Oh, it was... Yeah, I believe... Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was bird, back. The bird like, era? Yeah. Just the... the maybe It might have been, like, the 60s when we, like, rattled off, like...
1: Yeah. Well, because I know it wasn't the second Big Three era because... um, um, What's it... Um, because most of those series were, like, you know... Competitive series, even that, even the year we won the title, like every series went to seven games <laughs> except for the finals. Yep,
0: that's got to be one of my favorite Paul Pierce moments. It's just the two thousand nine Bulls series. Oh round. yeah, yep. That's got to be, got to be up there for me because that was just from everybody, not even just Paul Pierce. That was just yeah. Ray Allen
1: dropped fifty one game, right? Yep, forty nine. Yep, yep. It was a fifty. You think he got fifty?
0: Yeah, he, I think he just hit fifty. Because I was looking at um, records of guys. Mm-hmm who hit 50 because my friend thought that Isaiah and Allen Iverson were the only two to do it. I was like, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> and so I looked and I was like, Jordan did it like five times. Right. <laughs> he did it like <laughs> a ton of times. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, yeah, that's gotta be up there because that was just insane. I'm trying to find that, uh, that streak, that Celtic streak.
1: Yeah. it's sure. I think it was the eighties yeah. or I, I could have gone back further than that too.
0: Maybe I'm trying to. Oh, it's probably pretty far back. Now I'm just scrolling through like the depths, yeah. and,
1: many years of playoff victories to look through. <laughs> All
0: right, anything you you're working on while I'm searching for this?
1: No, no. So I just posted a piece on, um, um, uh, Glenn Ordway on Wei reported that Isaiah had a fractured jaw, which is, I believe, uh, has been refuted from just about everybody in the Celtics organization. But um, so he doesn't have a broken jaw. What he has is. Uh, he had to get a, a temporary bridge put in that is going to be permanently put in after the season. So his, 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 his jaw is not fractured, but it, it, his you know, he has more than one tooth that's dislodged. I mean, it's definitely, uh, you know, a little more serious than just a tooth getting knocked out.
0: Yeah. I uh, just want to say when you type when you type Jay King into Twitter trying to find the uh, mass live writer, it auto completes to Jay King the fourth, which is just some weird dude who seems to be kind of pretentious. Just got to put that out there. <laughs> um, yeah, Isaiah. So, yeah, Isaiah's jaw, right? I would, I, I mean, he. I heard that he wants to just maybe just like have it because he had to get dental work in the middle of game three. Mm-hmm. And I heard that he just wanted to take the tooth out and just go toothless because it's just been so uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess – so I guess last night they – Took it out, or they they did something with it. It was bothering him. It, he fell. It came out again, or something, because um, he missed the start of the second half.
0: Yeah, during the during halftime, they were working on it because yeah, but it's it just a uh, discomfort or something. I'm not yeah. sure exactly. He what. said he's
1: not going back to the dentist though till after the playoffs. So he said, uh, if you see me with no teeth, you'll know why.
0: <laughs> it's understandable. I would yeah. not, especially yeah, like in the I wouldn't want to be wouldn't messing around around spend that much time.
1: I, yeah, I wouldn't want something. That didn't feel right in there you probably just feel better without something I don't know yeah I mean I don't have any fake teeth so I don't I, I can't really, really? speak you don't yeah. <laughs> I don't have any no
0: that's sad all right cool um, well I'm not I'm not working on anything right now I usually take up all my pieces over the course of the weekend so <laughs> yeah that's that's like because I work third shift on weekends so I just sit there and write yep course and expect all my stuff on saturday and sunday mornings from eight to nine so I post like <laughs> three or four things I just schedule them all just like right yeah it's great i pick up all the stuff that we haven't done over the course of the week so yeah but look out for those look out for for mark's thing that he just posted also check out the links at the top of celticslife.com where we have a huge variety of shirts and hoodies in our store you can even get tickets to the next game under that heading next game should be game six game five game six game four well, Game Four is in in Washington. Oh, 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 next
1: game at home, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get
0: those tickets. It, I, I've never. Yeah. Well, you can get the you can get tickets. Just take a look. Go, yeah. go check it out. See if you can get tickets to Game Four, Game Five. I know a bunch of Celtics fans are trying to crash uh Verizon Center and and make some some noise for the Celtics.
1: They should wear uh, all the black for the funeral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We
0: should wear. Did you, I said those, the black I T jersey. It looks sweet.
1: Oh yeah, no, you sent me. I, I wish it had green trim though. It kind of looked a little, little little i mean it looked cool but it looked like a brooklyn jersey it's
0: homage to brooklyn losing for us it's like it's 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 a way to root for brooklyn without rooting for brooklyn
1: when you put it that way oh dude it's so funny (laughs) speaking of um that so somebody tweeted at me the other day i was talking what were we talking about oh we're talking about isaiah's nickname i was tweeting back and forth with adam kaufman and um he was talking about how Isaiah's nickname should be the Prophet because it sounds so cool, the Prophet Isaiah, right? I, that's I think it does, right? So, you know, he was he put down like a you know was a what's the best nickname? Is it King in the Fourth? Is it you know whatever the little guy, little ticket, whatever? I think the Prophet is would be the coolest name. Imagine like burying a shot, the Prophet Isaiah, you know, like it just anyways. So somebody yeah. somebody somebody tweeted. The, what we need to do is get t shirts for everybody in the audience that says the IT department. Like uh like <laughs> it's the IT like uh you know, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I thought that was awesome.
0: I think they should do it. I um we took a poll on Celtics Life of nicknames, and my favorite was the green bullet. I thought that was
1: awesome. That sounds kind of cool, but I was into I thought of, that, I don't my... remember seeing that. It was the first time I heard it. It was a while ago. It was back like when oh, I think it was okay. his first All-Star. Oh, so it was, okay. it was All Star. So it's before you were writing here.
0: But it was, yeah, no, it was sweet. I I thought that was great. I tried to make it work like in a couple of posts. And mm-hmm. People just kind of commented like, "What the hell are you talking about? Who is the Green Bullet?"
1: Yeah, what? Like, so, come on, guys. When somebody, when somebody, fir- when I first heard someone call him the Prophet, like it was like Tommy or something in the game. The Prophet, the Pocket Prophet, he called him something like that. Oh, somebody that's, that's somebody cool. called him that. And I was like, "Oh, that's dope!" And I, I definitely said it a couple times in post, but it never picked up any steam. And then as oh, soon, but King in the fourth—that as soon as somebody said that, that was all over the place. Well, it,
0: it helped that he was also
1: like—it was also lights reporter, out. Right? You know? <laughs> like, and it's a cool nickname. So I mean, if he was, if it, he, and he
0: and just he, wore like a blindfold and just started <laughs> making passes, then I'd call him the Prophet.
1: Yeah. And, okay. Fair enough. we <laughs> will call
0: it the- If that does happen, you can hear about it here on the podcast. It definitely won't, but if it does, and we're going to try it, we'll work on Nicknames. That'll be a a, a pod in the future of Nicknames for Players. But you can find this pod on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and most podcatcher apps. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, be sure to rate us five stars. If you don't like something or you have a suggestion, let us know with a comment on any Celtics Life article or Twitter with the hashtag Celtics Life Podcast or Celtics Life Pod. We always just want to bring you the Celtics coverage that you want just the way you like it. And, uh, definitely want your suggestions for the drinking game for sure. And, uh, mailbag Paul Pierce stuff for sure coming up next week probably. And, uh, obviously tons of more playoff coverage as it happens the best we can and keep up with us all on Twitter. Uh, that's all I got. Anything you want to hit on? I'm right. good. All right. Thanks, Have guys. a great week everyone. Go Celtics.